Welcome to the My Detroit Hustle podcast, your source for inspiration, information, and education. Spread the hustle. MyDetroitHustle.com Stock market investing is one of the biggest tools people use to build wealth. Not surprisingly, stock investing is not a big thing in the hood. A lot of people are not familiar with it and others feel they aren't qualified to be investing in the stock market. The truth is, the market is available to everyone and it is a great tool to build wealth for anyone. There is absolutely no excuse not to invest in the stock market. When I was coming up, there were barriers to investing. Let me tell you about these barriers and how things have changed, as well as why today is a great day to get in the market. Barrier number one a potential stock investor faced was a lack of information and education. You had to have a good broker, subscriptions to certain publications, and to read thick books full of terms you could barely understand to get in the investing game. Today, most people have a supercomputer in their pocket called a smartphone. With a smartphone, you have access to unlimited information about any topic. To take the point a little further, if you don't like to read, there are tons of sources of information in audio or video format. Lack of information and education is no longer an excuse. With your smartphone and TV, You have the tools to learn how to invest in the stock market and you have the tools to help you decide what to invest in. The next thing that used to be a barrier to investing was fees. When I first got into investing, my broker used to charge me $14.99 for each transaction. That means you would have to calculate if your trade made sense with the fees being part of the equation. That would mean you usually would have to be making a larger transaction to justify paying the fees. This would definitely be a problem. If you only wanted to buy one share of stock for say $15, fees definitely affected what I bought and how many. Today, brokers are competing for your business. Fees are no longer a problem. Many brokers offer trades with no fees. So if you wanted to buy a five dollars $5 stock, you don't have to worry about $14.99 being tacked on. That makes a lot more trades make sense. The biggest barrier to people investing in the past was account minimums. In the past, many brokers required investors to have minimum amounts of cash in their accounts in order to trade. A lot of these minimums were in the thousands of dollars So in order to get started, you first had to save a couple thousand dollars to open your account. Once again, due to competition and technology, lots of brokers have dropped account minimums. You literally can transfer $25 in your account and buy one share of stock for $5. Some platforms even offer fractional shares. So if the stock you want is too expensive, you can buy a share of the share. They have literally removed all the barriers to stock investing. 
This leads back to the title of this blog, which is $5 investing. Just about everybody can come up with $5, whether it be $5 a day, a week or a month, you can come up with $5. There are no more excuses why you aren't in the stock market. You can start with $5 and get off the sidelines. Stock market investing is one of the biggest builders of wealth today and you can get in the game right now. What's up? To my kings and queens, it's your girl MK. Come vibe with me. My name is Michaela, but everyone calls me MK. You can check out my YouTube channel at MK Vibes. And if you want to hear videos like this, killing me softly with his song, telling my whole life with his words, then make sure you follow me on Instagram at Michaela.mk. And I am out. There are a lot of mediocre to bad products and services that are successful. When I was in the music business, I would often see platinum artists whose music was not very good. Rappers that didn't rap well, singers who couldn't sing, performers whose shows were not good. I would see these artists that weren't very good succeeding. Of course, every aspiring artist will see successful artists who don't seem to be very talented and think, if he can be successful, I know I can. Or even worse, another artist who isn't very good will say, I can make it if he can make it. I'm not very good, but that didn't stop such and such from going platinum. I can do it too. This is the type of thinking that has led many people to waste years pursuing a career they have no chance of succeeding in. So the question is, why can some people succeed with mediocre to bad products while other more talented people fail? Well, let's address some of these, some of the reasons. The biggest reason a mediocre to bad product is successful is because that so-so that product is backed by superior business. That mediocre singer or rapper is a superior hustler. They work harder. They network more. They have powerful relationships. They have invested money in their career. They have better distribution. Maybe they have a great management team. Don't get it twisted. If the product or service is successful, they are doing something right. It might not be on the stage for you to see. You might not be able to identify it, but there's something being done at a high level. You have to be dedicated to being great at something to succeed. There are people in the music industry that have carved out a nice career and continue to get great opportunities solely because they are goons. You find yourself wondering, how is this guy getting opportunities? 
You don't think his product is very good, but he's on every show. He's in the in the movies. He's collaborating with stars. Even worse, it doesn't even seem like the public is responding to him. But the opportunities just keep coming. Well, it's not that complicated. These type of guys literally kick ass on a high level. They have put in a lot of work in the streets and in the industry. They have been able to leverage that into relationships that create opportunities for them. Another reason a mediocre to so-so product or service takes off is that they know exactly what their customer wants and they give it to them. I find that most people that want to be in business don't care one bit about their customers. They want to force the customer to take something they don't want. They have a vision for what they want to do. They have a vision for how much money they want to make, but they don't understand. They need to give the customer something they want in exchange for their money. If that so-so artist knows what his customer wants and concentrates on giving him that, he's going to win. You are in front of your customer showing off how talented you are and how much you know, and they're ignoring you. They don't care how talented you are. They didn't ask you how much you know. Meanwhile, that less talented guy knows they came to the club to dance. So he plays his simple party songs that makes them dance and he wins them over. As an aspiring entrepreneur, you may often find that when you see someone winning, that you feel that you could do what they're doing a little bit better. You should know that there's more to it than what meets the eye. If you don't see the excellence in their product or service, understand that there's excellence somewhere in the equation. Maybe you can't see it, but it is there. If you plan on competing with them, you first need to find out how you can excel with your undertaking. Don't be fooled into thinking that since you believe they are mediocre, you can also be mediocre and succeed. You have to do something great to succeed in business. Today's word is asset. The dictionary says an asset is a resource with economic value that an individual, corporation, or country owns or controls with the expectation that it will provide a future benefit. To make things simple, an asset is something you acquire that makes you money. If you were to buy a house, if you rented the house and the rent covers the ownership expenses, and brings you in a little extra cash, you have an asset. Another example of an asset is a stock. When you buy a share of stock, you are buying a piece of the company. You buy a share of the company in order to share in their profits. You buy the stock in hopes that over time the stock will increase in value. Also, many stocks pay a quarterly dividend to its stockholders. A dividend is basically a piece of the profits the company made that quarter. 
a stock is an asset because you bought something, a share of stock, which potentially can bring you in money, the increase in the stock's value and dividend. Now I'm going to get a little more practical. My next example of an asset is a lawnmower, weed whacker, and a blower. These become assets based on what you bought them for. If you bought them to keep your yard looking nice, they are not assets. If you were to decide, I want to make a little extra money by offering lawn service in my neighborhood, now your tools are assets. Once you put them to work, they will eventually pay for themselves and put money in your pocket. One thing important to note is what makes something an asset is how you use it. A house itself is not an asset. When you decide to rent it out, it becomes an asset. My last example of an asset is the easiest to acquire. Knowledge and education are the most valuable assets you can acquire. You can invest $20 in a book. That book can give you thousands of dollars worth of information. If you are dedicated to applying the knowledge, it is an asset. You don't even have to invest money to acquire knowledge and education. You can invest the time in researching skills that make you money. On the high end, you can take courses, go to seminars, or pay for mentorships that cost thousands of dollars. Again, all are worth it if you intend to apply the knowledge to make money. I stress the application of the knowledge because a lot of people like to get education to get a certificate. They want to say, I have a degree, but they don't use the education to enrich themselves. The investment becomes an asset based on its usage. The key to wealth is acquiring assets. Usually, a millionaire doesn't have a million dollars of cash in the bank. They usually own a million dollars worth of assets. Assets are the key to wealth building. I recently wrote a blog and made a video called I Can Do That Too. It's basically about how people see a successful product or service doing well even though it doesn't seem to be that great. The article went into some of the reasons mediocre products do well. If you didn't read it or watch the video, you can check it out to get caught up. A few days later, the press reported that Master P and a group of investors were in talks to acquire Reebok. If anyone in, is an example of what I talked about in my recent blog, it is Master P. First of all, I want to state that Master P is one of my entrepreneurial heroes. But at the time P came out, I was definitely a hip hop snob. To me, it was all about skill and technique. P will be the first to tell you he was not the greatest or most skilled rapper. I, like others in the music industry, saw P succeed and thought that if P was blowing up, I know I definitely could. I definitely felt my product was better than P's. Years later, I came to realize how stupid my thinking was. If my product was better than P's, then why was he dominating the charts while I wallowed in local obscurity? Because Master P is in fact one of the greatest hip hop entrepreneurs of all time. That's the reason why. During his time dominating the music charts, he tapped into what people wanted and he gave it to him. 
while I was spending all of my time trying to be the lyrical miracle, Pete was focusing on marketing and distribution. He was focusing on building a strong independent company. He went on to sell over 50 million records. But what makes Pete so great is that decades later, after his run in the music business, he's still here making power moves. He produces movies, TV shows, clothing lines, food products, and his own shoes. If P does indeed acquire Reebok, it would be a power move of historic proportions. What P may have lacked in lyrical ability and musical talent, he more than makes up in vision, drive, and hustle. He has proved that what determines success in the music business and in business in general are the traits that he has. All of P's products have been criticized, but he just keeps on coming and succeeding. So the point of the I Can Do That series is that when you see someone getting it and you think that you are just as talented and can produce a better quality product than that person, you need to understand that it's not just talent and quality that have put those people in position to succeed. Their hustle is what put them in position to succeed. Your talent alone should not make you feel you can succeed in business. You should compare your hustle to those who are succeeding. If you feel like you have hustle, drive, and vision matching those succeeding, then you should step into the arena. If you only feel that you have just as much or more talent, maybe you should consider stepping aside. Thank you for tuning in to the MyDetroitHustle.com podcast. Be sure to check us out at www.MyDetroitHustle.com. Hit us up on Twitter at MyDetroitHustle. Like the MyDetroitHustle.com Facebook page and join the MyDetroitHustle.com Facebook group. Be on the lookout for the next episode coming soon. Please like and share all MyDetroitHustle.com content And don't forget to spread the hustle.